Hello, story lovers and sequestered individuals. I'm Laurel McCarg, host of Alligator Preserves. And in today's show, my fourth in a series of coronavirus outbreak, pandemic, toilet paper shortage, and everything else that goes along with it, I'm going to call this episode The Q Diaries. My husband, Mike, suggested I do a daily episode during this time of quarantine. So this will be Q Diaries 1. Stay tuned. Welcome to Alligator Preserves, a weekly podcast about revealing yourself through storytelling, story reading, and story writing, but probably not story arithmetic because that's not a thing. You just might surprise yourself with the secrets you'll uncover. What a difference a day makes. Yeah, especially during times of pandemic. Today is the Ides of March. Dun, dun, dun. For those of you who don't know what the Ides of March is, look it up. And if you didn't learn it from your high school English teacher, then shame on your high school English teachers. Anyway, today will be Q Diaries 1. Even though I've been self-quarantining since my return from California on the 6th of March. So the recommendation is that if you come into contact with anyone or if you're having any kinds of symptoms, you self-quarantine for two weeks. That would mean that my two-week period would be up this upcoming Friday, today being Monday. But we'll see how it goes. I still have kind of a pesky cough, but otherwise I'm doing fine. I still just think I have allergies, but who knows what I might have been exposed to on my trip to California and back. I don't know. And I guess the scariest part of it is that people can be asymptomatic and still carry the virus. So that's where people are kind of freaking out a little bit and and being perhaps overly cautious, but I don't think overly cautious when you see what's happening in some of the other countries. So day one of my Q diaries. What did I do today? My last three episodes, I talked about things that I had done. I gave you tips on what to do if you have to quarantine. And so I'm just going to tell you what I did today. I started my day with a cup of coffee. Now, I'm not using creamer anymore because that's Mike's secret vice. Well, I guess it's not a secret anymore. And when we finally run out of creamer, since I haven't been going to the food store, that's when the real tragedy will begin. So I'm just putting a little bit of sugar in my black coffee in the morning so that we get a several extra days of creamer for him. Oh, the sacrifices I make for love. <laughs> anyway, after I had my coffee, I called my Aunt Phyllis. Aunt Phyllis is was my mother's only sister. She just turned 89 this month, and she always just sounds so upbeat. It's amazing. She lives alone. She had to put her old dog down recently, but then adopted a cat, a cat named Elliot. And Elliot sounds like a very sweet cat. Anyway, Aunt Phyllis was telling me about Days when she remembers they had no toilet paper. She remembers tearing strips of brown paper bags 
and rubbing them together until they were soft and using that for toilet paper. So this isn't that unusual, really. She also remembers being in line for hunks of lard that was given to them with packets of coloring that you'd mix in with the lard to make it look like butter. Eee. So we've got a lot of people among us who have endured some pretty pretty trying times and are still around to laugh about it. She does anyway. I love you, Aunt Phyllis. Glad you have plenty of toilet paper now. (laughs) Let's see, then what did I do? After that, I found some old things from my cadet days. I found some four C's which are fourth-class performance reports. When you're a plebe, you're considered in the fourth class, and you're not really considered a human yet. So some of them were pretty funny. Anyway, I took some pictures of those, and I created my mid-monthly newsletter, which I sent out to everybody, and then I'm already getting some interesting responses. So that was kind of fun. I've decided I'm going to do just a quickie newsletter at the beginning of each month, followed by a more comprehensive one mid-month. If you would like to get those, no spam, I promise, go to my website at leadvillelaurel.com and sign up for it. So after I did my newsletter, I took a walk. I did my stop sign to stop sign walk down our county road, and it was lovely. And then I came back and I didn't want to go in the house yet because, you know, when you're quarantined, It gets kind of old being inside. So I stayed out and I swept our driveway and then I unplugged the heaters in our gutters because we have gutter heaters in this house here. And it's springtime in Salida. So I don't think we're going to need to defrost our gutters anymore. That's exciting. That made me happy. Then it was around lunchtime. So I decided that the lentil dish I made yesterday over white rice was a little bit on the dry side. So I took the ingredients and I added them, the rice and the lentil mixture, to a chicken soup concoction. And oh my goodness, that made it really, really, really very yummy. So I had that, a lentil rice chicken soup for lunch. Then I removed a turkey from our freezer I bought an extra turkey last Thanksgiving. Was that really only almost four months away? Yeah, I think so. And I decided, why not have turkey in March? Because I'm not going to get to the store to buy corned beef. And it's St. Patrick's Day in two days. And I've made corned beef for the past, let's see, how long have I been married to Mike? 36 and a half years? I've made corned beef every year. This is going to be kind of sad. But, hmm, how will I make turkey seem Irish? I don't have any food color, and that's just gross anyway. Do you remember food color? Food, I mean, I know some people still bake with it, but ooh, the idea of putting food coloring in anything right now is like, hmm, no thanks. (sighs) So we'll have turkey in a couple days, I guess. Then I did a laundry because you got to keep things clean. Then I called a cousin of mine I haven't spoken with in a very long time, 
It was wonderful hearing my cousin Debbie's voice. And I texted all my sisters and several friends to ask them how they were all doing. And so far, so good with everybody, although people are getting a little little concerned about the way things are spreading. The world is closing, but the sky's not falling, at least not yet. Well, it might be in Leadville still. The sky might still be falling in Leadville, but not in most places right now. And, hmm, let's see. That brings me up to just a little while ago when I decided I was going to make some popcorn because, you know, roughage, roughage is good for you. And plus, it's kind of a treat. And maybe there'll be some left by the time we watch a movie tonight. And while I was making popcorn, I thought about coloring. I have some cool color books, and I do love to color. I've got some great colored pencils, and it's kind of a a zen thing to do. But it's been a pretty full day, and I'm kind of tired. So perhaps tomorrow. Perhaps I'll color tomorrow. It's 5.40 right now. Oh, how about how about that Boston accent jumping out every once in a while? It's 5.40. It's 5.40 p.m. in Salida, Colorado right now. And I got to start thinking about dinner. I think it's probably going to be cereal for dinner tonight. Not sure I can convince Mike to have lentils and rice two times in one day. Eh, but we'll see. Maybe I'll scramble them an egg. Oh, that reminds me. A classmate of mine, Chip Armstrong, posted on Facebook today that one of his early crushes was Marilyn McCoo. And uh, he posted a link to her song, One Less Bell to Answer. And I, of course, was able to tell him why there was one less man to pick up after. Why did he leave me? Why did he leave her? It's obvious. One less egg to fry? She only cooked him one egg? Who eats just one egg? (laughs) And she didn't even mention bacon, so there's that. (laughs) This ends Q1, day four of my coronavirus pandemic coverage. I hope to give you all out there something to chuckle about every day, for a while anyway. Give me something to chuckle about. And I would welcome any suggestions you might have for what I could talk to you about during this time of uncertainty in world closures. You can find today's show notes with links and photos. Not sure what photos I'm going to put on my website right now, but I'll figure out something at leadvillelaurel.com. Email me at laurel at streckpress.com. Follow me on Twitter at leadvillelaurel. And if you enjoyed any part of this episode or other episodes, please subscribe to Alligator Preserves on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts to keep up with my latest episodes. Please share these with your friends. I hope you'll help support Alligator Preserves on Patreon for as little as a dollar or a one-time contribution even. You can help support my work, and I would greatly appreciate it. Join me tomorrow when I will talk about something completely the same, maybe just a little bit different. And until then, wash your hands, no touching, behave, be good, be smart. Thanks for visiting. Bye. 
Alligator Preserves is hosted and produced by Laurel McCard, with technical support provided by her husband, Mike McCard. Follow her on her website at leadvillelaurel.com, where she writes about life, real, and imagined. If you enjoyed this podcast, you might enjoy her books. Find her work at amazon.com.